Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Anthony and thank you all for joining us today. You probably know the spiel. I'm always joined by my two amigos, Daniel and Shay. How you doing, both of you? You guys are on, you're, you guys not on strike, right? Like I, I can. We're speak. not on strike. The podcast is you in front I'm of us. Right Hold on. When do we get to go on strike? I think as soon as possible. I mean, Anthony's not been paying our wages. No, no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. I mean, as well as you can in this these uncertain times yeah. of movies and actors and writers and greedy studios. I mean, what can you do? And she, uh, you know, same here. I am uh, living as much as I can. I am sad that movies are like, I feel like, you know, since COVID-19, I don't know if you heard about this, uh, movies have just been in such a weird, weird place. It feels like Russian roulette every day with the, well, movies aren't coming to theaters. And all of a sudden it felt like for a bit, like, oh, we're back to normal. Yeah. And now strikes are here to again remind us of how sad everything is but is it like when you really look at the strike and we, we go into the writers and the studios and and um the actors isn't this just hollywood as a whole just everything that's happened in the past 60 70 years is now kind of boiled to the top and this is what's happening yeah because there's, like you can blame the studios for not paying them and then you you can blame actors who get paid too much and right. and other actors who don't even get paid at all. Then the right it's the same thing. It's like this melting pot of frustration that's now yeah. come up and like now Hollywood is being affected and us being affected too. Like us like the general audience just being affected. Do you feel like this is just that time where it needs to happen. It's like popping the pimple. You just got to pop it and see well, what happens. I, yeah, I think this is something that's been boiling to a point for a while, right? Yeah. And I, and I 100%, we were, we were coming here for a while with streaming. You know, when we look at the last time the writers were on strike was 2008. So yeah. streaming wasn't anything yet. You know, mm -hmm. like Netflix was still coming to the mail to people. Um, so... I think that was already a huge thing with residuals and people not getting money for shows that are streaming. And then you have in this whole new layer of AI and all of this other stuff that we're getting into. So it's really, there's so many battles that are being fought now and especially from the writer side. And I feel like I, I, maybe the for a while, the actors were feeling a little bit more safer in the sense of, you know, we're the actors. We don't have to worry about AI in our roles as much, but now AI is coming for everybody's role at this point right and and some for our roles you know i when, heard the other day that you guys were shopping around an ai shabazz you know what i mean yeah i, I mean when yeah when you like i was walking into the room and i heard like ah, and i'm like oh that sounds oh, like that's, me. That, that, <laughs> that sounds too that close sounds to me. like a lot yeah. like me and i mean and, and we've joked about it before like we have enough audio we have hundreds of hundreds of hours of our voices that we could train an ai to perfectly mimic our sound and you know in inflection of our voices but you know we're never going to do that or maybe this is one right now no but it just it just sucks that we're in this time like and, and we've said it before we've said it on you know reviews and interviews that we've done and we have more interviews coming out this week that we've done before the strike this show wouldn't exist without writers uh, or the actors bringing their words to life, right? So, like, we need movies, we need shows, we need these things to yeah. happen. It's a full circle thing, right? Like, it you is, need every, yeah. everyone is needs to be a part of it. Yeah, they just need to all be on the same page. They do, and and it's, and that's what's so frustrating when you're seeing, uh, you know, these executives making so much money. It's like you have enough money just to end this, and then guess what? You're not going to be affected the rest of the year. Where you know there was that rumor that was coming out that dune part two was going to move that you know the color purple was going to be shifted like challenger shifted the challenger shifted from september 
to April. April. It's like you have all these big movies that are going to be impacted and now studios are going to start to feel it in their bottom line because they don't want to market a movie yeah. without a cast. Oh, we really just got into it. Eh? We didn't even like, you guys didn't even yeah, do you yeah. warm up the, the oven spiel? at all. Yeah. You, the spiel. You, like give us, give us some As time. always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. I feel like and he's mimicking us by the way. But <laughs> watch out throughout right? the yeah. week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Make sure to follow us God. at the movie podcast on we, Instagram Twitter, TikTok, put up with it. and Letterboxd. And I don't forget to leave us <laughs> a review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. We did Check get- out our show notes for all those links and more. We and did get some write-ins. We got some write-ins. We did get, ri- oh, we did get some write-ins. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That was my that was my impersonation of both of you uh, both of us as combined. one hybrid. Yeah, uh, Anthony's uh, doing his own <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's doing his own like uh, AI version of us. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we did we did get some write-ins to the yeah. show. Uh, one the, just this morning, which was funny. Which that, was uh, an interesting one. Which is funny. Let's Do you want me to read. want me to read this one and then you read the the nice one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So like, we got a tweet this morning again. Uh, this is from Squawk Hawk. Um, great name so great far. name so far um, and it just says literally just starts at DBAPS almost 30 minutes into this so-called podcast and they haven't even sorry and they aren't even talking about anything of substance you need to get to the point people he must be new to the movie podcast. he must be new you must he not must have heard of new. the banter era no no he, <laughs> he must be new to what we do on the show also the I was wondering, uh-huh. I'm like, how do I know this is related to the movie podcast? Maybe he just wants to share with me of a podcast he's listening to. Because he's like, Daniel, you know, or, they aren't yeah, even or, talking They aren't even talking about substance. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I know they aren't. Or I Daniel has another podcast, you have another podcast where they Daniel? just talk about nothing. Yeah. It's called Squawk Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's, here's my thing. You no. know, this is... No, th- it, no that's fine. It's no, it, 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 yeah. but yeah, people call us out all the time. I don't give a shit. Uh, but like here, you're, you're coming at us and saying almost 30 minutes into the so-called podcast. First of all, the name podcast is in the title, so it's not so-called. Yeah. Okay? It is called. It's, I was going to say... It's a good name for a podcast. The, the so-called, so-called podcast. podcast. I'm sure there's that, already one But that's why there. I'm just like... That, well, we, oh, we maybe, thought there was a movie podcast as well, too. Maybe he's talking so. about the so-called podcast. That, but that's what I'm saying, because he's talking... Yeah. He's like, yeah, Daniel, the so-called podcast, they have not just been an admirer of you. Yeah. Uh, a couple things. I mean, A, you're from Fresno, California. People can find you out easily. I mean, dude, come on. You're taking a picture of yourself in the car like oh, every just, Republican <laughs> oh yeah I'm gonna roast this guy why yeah. not he came at us yeah um, yeah you're in your car with sunglasses um, probably your wife kicked you out that's why you Damn. had to do this picture Woo! Um, I don't know it's all retweets of Elon Musk so there's there's not really much to go off of here no but i mean just like yeah i mean like listen if you're gonna come with us for not having substance at least give us some in your tweet give us yeah give us some context you know what i mean like like if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna if this is about the movie podcast again i can't confirm no one can based on what he's said to us yeah if this is about the podcast that we are on right now called the movie podcast Give us a little bit more context and give us a little bit more substance and so we know how to address why it. Why did he come for you? Why didn't he just attack the show? Like, he came right at you. He was like, Yeah, it's not, it's not like. I think it's because. Were you, you know, hosting Daniel, it? Maybe? Daniel's like. Like, he's. He's, he's a customer but, service. But I, he's the main. <laughs> but like, when you think of the movie, it's Daniel. Daniel's yeah. the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to be the face. It's just, it just happens no, to be. No, but, like, but, th- but I feel like it's harder to find. It's like, okay, I'm listening to a show called The Movie Podcast. Let me look up DBAPS. <laughs> you know, you, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, just, it's just strange that you, yeah. you came for me I don't when know. the show, our username is the show name. I know. It's, it's a it's, lot. It's, it's so much weird. easier to, to I add, mean, add maybe, us. Maybe 
he doesn't like you. Yeah, he doesn't like you. I re- but again, I'm fine with people not liking yeah, you. Just fine. give me a little bit more reasons to lie. Because he tweeted well, me and he's you? like, yo, you're so good yeah. at this podcast. <laughs> Anthony's always full of substance. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing, man. Tell us next time. First of all, squawk underscore hawk. Uh, please, Mr. Hawk. Mr. Hawk. Mr. Hawk. Uh, please... Uh, tweet us again if you can uh, let us know what episode you're listening to um if if you don't think there's anything of substance we're sorry but maybe it's just not for you dude maybe, wh- i'm just curious so again we don't do elon musk going, episodes we don't do that's elon maybe musk why episodes. he wants that substance. if we're going on the assumption again because all we go on is an assumption that this is all about the have. movie podcast all we have what episode of the movie podcast do you think he made it 30 minutes into oh, man that he's still waiting for substance because i'm thinking that's of like episode of ours sorry <laughs> episode of ours. how long are we in right now we're about eight minutes deep we're nine eight minutes, minutes deep. deep yeah because uh, i'm thinking i'm like okay if it's our Barbie review or if it's our Oppenheimer review, that those are, those, those are right about away. thirty minutes long. Yeah. I mean, we would have gotten to the substance already. This must have been like a main episode. This was a mainer. A mainer. It was a mainer, right? Yeah. Wait till he hears this mainer. What oh. about our good comments? Like the comments yeah, where Shay, people I've, praise I've, us. I've got some. I've got some good comments. This is, what I, this is what I'm actually really, really liking. And I'm hoping Apple adopts this uh, feature because I, I'm really liking now that you can reply to specific episodes on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I, like I that think that's too. really cool. Yeah. So we have some on our Barbie review here. Uh, this is from Ash Sito. Uh, just watched the movie today and loved listening to this review. And then they put a uh, the like this not the sad emoji, but like the crying happiness one. Oh yeah, because it's like yeah. he's like proud of us. Yeah, well, it looks like it, they're they're a woman, but you know you never know. I like. It. Uh, so yeah, thank you for that. Then we have Lily Squirrel saying, "I think it's gonna be such a good movie." Someone named Sarah said, "Wait, hold on, Lily Squirrel? You never heard of them? Do, is, is there any relation to Squawk Hawk? Like, is there like an outdoor animal? No, because this person was kind." Okay, yeah. so they, they're not related nice to us. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> they, 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 they must have liked yeah. us. Uh, Sarah said, "Love the review and the movie." So that's that's great. This is for Barbie. Let's go to Oppenheimer and see what we have here. Uh, someone said, "Fair enough," which I mean, I think is good. Yeah, and that's for Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm so excited. My BF and I are going in gold class. I have no idea what that means. Gold, gold class? class. Yeah, is that like a? Uh, way you watch is in the that, theater? that's a, a type of class that, yeah. oh the i guess yes that must for make sure. sense um there's there's a platinum yeah gold and then back of the line back of the line class. Okay, okay so yeah go- oh gold class are these the cinemas that we'd see like on tiktok in where korea it's like, where they're just like ridiculously beautiful it could be you know it's funny i was watching uh a youtube video this morning on the biggest imax screen in melbourne it's in uh, Germany. Oh yeah, the Germany one. Yeah, the yeah. Germany one, and they were showing like all the different types of theaters and right. the different classes. Oh, the classes. <laughs> like, you can see it's different, but they all look great. Like no matter where you sit, it's going to yeah. be a great, you know, seat. But yeah, I just I was just shocked that, and this was also t- this theater was also in a smaller area. It was in a very busy. Yeah, the Germany one is is beautiful yeah they had and like it's gorgeous there was a theater with books like a literally a oh, library i don't want like the, there, they had the different theater. theaters movies? different theaters for different aspect ratios of a film yeah uh which is great but their imax is it's it's 600 people it looks like a, crazy. it's huge and it Massive. has like a whole light show um but yeah it was just every seat was you know perfectly spaced out right. it's not like you're Comfy. you're crunched between yeah. a bunch of people and it's a great viewing experience it looks like the village cinemas are the ones that do the gold class and it's village in australia cinemas. oh cool yeah well, so australia. Australia. thank you yeah, australia. thank you that's to, my australian to, to decky weddings you know yeah. what <laughs> decky weddings that's their name oh that's their name okay yeah. and now i understood because of the australian, yeah, the australian accent. accent uh oppenheimer this is from this is from someone named daniel could be you 
It could be. It could be. Uh, Oppenheimer is the best film of the year by far. JW, which I don't think means Jehovah's Witness. I think it means John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, yeah. John Wick. Yeah. And Spider-Verse are good, but this is why I love cinema. Hashtag Killian Murphy for best actor. Oh, God. Daniel. I, was, I thought he was going to say, kill yourself. <laughs> kill, oh, no. kill yourself, Daniel. <laughs> <My God. laughs> and then someone wrote, best movie since Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I mean, Oppenheimer and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 are very, very different films. Yeah. So I, also, not too far apart, but I guess like we did also have a bunch of movies yeah. in between there, which we'll talk a little bit more about uh, later on with the placement of some movies that have come out this and year. Then, and then for our Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning review, someone said, nailed it again with three thumbs. Three thumbs. So maybe one thumb for each of us. I mm. or maybe they have three thumbs. Maybe they have three thumbs. You can never. Yeah, you don't. What's wanna, your username? Uh, three thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, Harrison Blair. Harrison Ford. Uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine was Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, thank you for all that decided to comment on our. Yeah, stuff. we love. Like, look, any engagement, positive great or negative, you know, like. like a like goes a long way. A comment goes even further. So please, you know, give them to us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, at the end of the day, it's a view, a views, a view, a views, a view. view uh, a listens, a listen. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, a watch is a watch. Watch is a watch. Uh, speaking of views and listens, though, uh, Barbenheimer. Where I know we're going to talk about it more, but just on the podcast side for us, Oppenheimer and Barbie are our best performing episodes ever in the span of like their opening days. I love that. Like it's like not even close how crazy the downloads are for these episodes yeah in like a three to four day span compared crazy. to what we had before they're going gangbusters so I thank you it. for everyone who's been listening and watching. that's amazing yeah no it's 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 great to see in here and go watch list, go watch us on youtube as well <laughs> we have one we have them on youtube yeah with our uh, faces. In, on youtube we're in, on the barbie review we're in the playhouse yes we're in the playhouse in, yeah in the in, in the, we're in we're the, in bomb. the bomb yeah, yeah. We're in the bomb. that's where we want to be uh, yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's let's talk about the strike because I know we started the the, the show off with the strike yeah. and then we led into this, but yeah. we're going to get back to the strike. Oh, okay, okay. Let's talk about the strike. Strike is like one of the biggest things that is happening. We, I, th I thought I thought oh, you were doing the I, news. That's Sam? what I thought. I thought. I, like, oh, are yeah. You, are you teeing it into, into the, the news? Let's get do into you, the news. Do you even care about the show anymore? <laughs> I do care, but it's Anthony. This is my episode. Oh, I get to God, do it's what all, I want. Squawk A J G A L I R D I. Squawk is coming. You know where to find Anthony. He's like, well, they didn't do the jingle either. I don't. That's what he sounds like. I assume. Maybe. Yeah. Let's get into the news. Uh, hey, you don't. I don't know, man. I like doing. See, people want they want diversity day? with oh. our shows. They don't yeah, want the white it, guy, right? The white guy <laughs> yeah. is doing the diversity. But they, they don't. They don't want the jingle anymore. No, no. 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 You don't need the jingle. Comment if you don't want the jingle anymore. And I swear to God, if you comment, better get ready to be get put ready. on blast on the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> I will call you Hollywood out. Hollywood is on strike. Actors on strike. Writers on strike. UPS is gonna maybe be on strike. You know what? Be fucked up. If the studios were like, you know what? Fuck you guys. We're on strike too. And it's just like a whole fucking strike center. Like studios in the middle with the act. Like, and then they have this. What can the studios possibly strike? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like we're striking against our own strike. And yeah. it's just, they have like an anchorman scene where they just oh, they all fight. fight. And whoever survives, we create the new Hollywood. See, the studios right now are losing about $600,000 a week mm. by having everybody on strike. That's, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. seems like it should be more it should be more right right but when it adds up per week 52 weeks yeah i don't know the math on that but it's, it's, <laughs> it's sad though because it's like you know the writers have been on strike since may yeah and it's like i feel like people 
didn't properly care about this fully until the actors went on strike. Well, yeah, they have the biggest voice, right? Right, and they're they're the faces of of the industry. So, like, I'm just at the end of the day, it's like these the what they're asking just for fair compensation, things like that. Like, I know there's such a huge divide on the actors because people look at it as like oh actors make millions of dollars they're this they're this but it's like that's not the majority at all that's like mm-hmm. the one percent yeah of mm-hmm. actors right and the rest of them don't do that so i'm just like man just 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 sort this out like you have the money to pay them fix like fix your budgets don't go crazy like with like you it's an, it's it feels like it's an easy fix like i feel like what the actors and the writers are asking for isn't crazy it's insane you know it's like, not uh, insane but it's it's also shareholders right and shareholders mean so much more now than they did 20 30 years it's ago, true right? yeah so you get into the point of are, are streaming services actually making money and i know they like their executives make a hundred you know 100 million yeah, and all but that they don't, but, but they like, don't release the numbers of their of yeah. their shows and i feel like that's part of it where it's like streamers are now like oh shoot we, we actually ha- can't give you this we money because like, we don't Because we, we've, like, sh- we've been fudging the numbers a little bit. And right. Because like, how many times would we get a, a show or a movie come out? This is Netflix's most watched original film uh, released in May uh, with the title The in it. So you know what I mean? It's like very specific. Like when we found out The Mother was like the most watched movie and we're like, who watched this movie? Yeah, like yeah. no one, The Mother, a movie that no one has ever spoken about ever. Uh, and that's no shade to that movie. I'm no, just, it's just, I just it like, is what it is. It's just it released, and then nobody has spoken about it or watched it or like. But I, it's it's like the most watched movie. Like we've talked about this movie right now more than anybody else has. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but like, and, and that's just one example, right? And yeah. Netflix is one example. But it's like streaming services don't release their numbers, and I'm curious if that's just like they're they're at a point now where it's like they have to start being truthful with it. Because if they're what are they hiding at this point? Like why why is it okay for television? To release numbers, but streaming services can't, and I think because that's because there's no rules, there's no and they're like, scared guidelines. To, they're no, scared they to, to see like how it, many right? views things are getting, how yeah. much they're not paying people, and that's yeah. what that's kind of where I'm at with it. I feel like they're scared. Like, shoot, if we if we show yeah. how much people are actually watching The Office or watching whatever show on whatever streaming services, yeah. we're gonna owe people a lot more money, a lot more. Because you yeah. know, like Stranger Things will like the the actors every single season has they made more and more right right um and you know stranger things makes money for netflix but then you look at for instance orange is the new black which had the that viral video of one of the actresses who Kimmy something I'll, I'll look her up yeah she she posted her you know her, her residuals res, residuals and and like the one of those printout forms from the 90s is just so funny to see all the every episode and whatever they make and it's just like a hundred dollars, one hundred fifty bucks or less. Yeah, and if she was making anything like twenty five dollars or twenty five dollars, it it just shows what like we need to know. Or I guess my question is: Does Netflix have to value their episode or their their big IPs differently than all the like? How do they measure that? How do they measure the Stranger Things phenomenon compared to? Orange is the New Black, or what's another show, or with The Witcher, and how do they value that show with the funds? Because yeah. I think everyone's falling into this one pit of, yeah, you only make twenty five bucks. Yeah, really quick. That was that was that was so Kim- many episodes. Kimiko Glenn. Uh, she played Brooke Soso on Orange is the New Black, and she was credited for forty four episodes. Yeah, that's crazy to only make like twenty five bucks. Yeah, like that. That's wild to me to think that we're at a, a spot that, that 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 happens but yeah that's why i feel like i mean we're seeing 
the streaming services are scared right and i feel like they're scared because they're removing content from their platforms and we knew that once hbo max or max started doing it we knew other platforms would follow suit disney plus was a big one started removing a bunch of stuff even stuff as new that released like crater that came out in may yeah and it's like they're removing it because they're getting their tax break off of it and it's also going to stop them from having to pay any residuals and when you see the residuals that people were even making like you guys don't even want to pay that small amount like that's criminal that's absolutely crazy that 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 we're in a world that that happens that you could create something and just decide one like there's two scenarios of this there's one where you just don't release it at all like batgirl like they shot a whole movie and they're not releasing it or you release something it comes out and less than a year later, it's gone. Like you look at Willow, you look at Crater, you look at all these different shows that have come out in lost these movies. The time. They're just lost media now because mm-hmm. there's no physical release for them. They're and just lot, gone. And these streaming services don't really, especially Netflix, they're not going to sell Stranger Things to air on a you know broadcast network. They want yeah. people to go to like HBO's doing with some stuff to Netflix or putting some HBO shows on Netflix. Right. Yeah. But that, that that's also a big part of the residuals is the 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 ability to sell your and syndicate show it, right? and syndicate it while well, Netflix doesn't have anything. So they need, they'll make whatever they can make right. to get the viewer. But that doesn't mean that equals money. No. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like we used to have the Nielsen rating system. I actually had a Nielsen rating box on my, at my Did house. Really, eh? Yeah. And it would measure, you know, that's why you would know like, Oh, friends episode had 20 million viewers for that last blah, 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 blah. Uh, but there's nothing for Netflix. So how do we... Well, they have the data. They know. Right. But like, how does advertisers... Because you need advertisers. Yeah. Like they, you can't run a streaming they service don't, now without... They don't show it, right? And that's that's the problem. So like, how do I sell this to you so yeah. then this money can go to you as well as the the main people yeah, in your like, cast? And that's the thing. Like, that's, that's not, we use Netflix because Netflix, I feel like, is the verb for streaming services. It's yeah. like the Google. It's like... Right? It's like oats. Oh, yeah. Kleenex? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kleenex, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like... Netflix knows like, oh, people watch 480,000 million years worth of extraction too. with, you know what I mean? Like they'll drop like that. So I'm like, you know, exactly where people started watching it, where they dropped off, where they stopped, where they paused, where they decided to continue watching at a later time. You have all that data, mm-hmm. but they're not releasing and that's not public information. And I feel like there's, there's, there's a fear of having that because either the numbers are a lot higher than they want people to know, mm-hmm. or they're a lot lower and that's going to scare shareholders. That's going to scare investors. And I it's feel going like to look that. at. I feel it's like it's going that. to look at like, oh, we're not a profitable platform. Like right? I feel like it's. I don't exactly think what any any streaming service right now is profitable without advertisement. I can't tell how. How are they fl- profitable? Like the only thing, like, and I can't. I keep thinking, like, how did HBO for since the seventies sustain itself without commercials? Yeah, yeah. like during their shows because it was right? an expensive channel, right? It, so this whole streaming service with you know paying twenty dollars five dollars ten dollars uh, apple's out of the equation because they have another revenue yeah. source as well yeah. as pro, uh, amazon uh, yeah but like disney and um hbo paramount sorry max not hbo max uh paramount Warner. how do they sustain with just a simple ad platform because now they've been adding I, it, but I feel like you still need it, even well, with their higher placements, right? Like their product placements in their episodes that will probably help alleviate some. Well, I mean, costs. But, but I mean, like these, these. You think of all the big streamers now, uh, with the exception of Netflix, they're all part of a bigger parent company, right? Right. So, like Max is part of Warner Brothers, who's owned by Discovery 
and has a million other channels and mm. things under their umbrella, right? So now all then that's but it's just crazy that it's also another media entertainment company like yeah. you look at back in the day like when they were owned by time you know uh, yeah. aims uh, like at&t time warner it's like okay you're coming from a technology company now it's like you're just another media company the, owning another media company yeah and, th- and that's what's scary about like when you have these conglomerates and like starting to come together and form because then you start to get those things where like oh we're cutting this we're cutting this we're cutting this we're cutting this um but yeah it's it's so weird where we are right now with these and like yeah all these other studios have all these other stream these other revenues coming through um but you wonder it's like yeah like how are you making enough money to justify spending 200 300 million dollars on a show and that's and you know we just learned that like the secret invasion budget was like 200 and something million dollars for six episodes which is wild to me because like uh, again there's there's some good effects in that show but i look at like man oppenheimer is 100 million dollars <laughs> and you know what i mean and like they shot that on imax and that's three hours which is what three episodes yeah and yeah. it's like that looks like w- one of the most beautiful looking movies i've ever seen yeah you know what i mean and it's like and that's also going to the theaters and it's performing well and it's like so you, you just start to wonder like okay like more uh subscribers on a platform does that equal more money really or just because there's something coming on the platform doesn't mean people are actually going to subscribe because we saw that with hbo max when it was called that with the snyder cut yeah like it didn't really juice their subs like they like they wanted it to right i think they really need like a third party observer to monitor like like a moderator yeah to say okay well we know stranger things has a hundred million views yeah and they guarantee that money to them well, for instance, some other show that's on Netflix that is just made in a way that's just like, I need content, doesn't make that much. Of course, that that show won't make as much money for those actors. But at least if you have that transparency to make sure that, okay, this is what your show's making, that's why we're giving you this money. And this is what that show's making. That's why they get more. It makes more sense in that in that capacity. And that kind of feels like the traditional studio system where we're like back when movies need- are just at the studio level. And it's like, yeah, you're getting paid more money because you just came off a huge blockbuster and you're deserving of the 10, 15, 20 million because you know we're going to make three, four, five hundred million dollars. Right. 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 But streaming isn't guaranteed that. And now we're in an era, especially where you look at streaming and all the big stars are coming to streaming services. And it's like they're expecting those big paychecks. I mean, like you look at Scorsese with The Irishman or Scorsese with um, Apple Apple TV Plus Killers right now. We know Killers of the Flower Moon or Gal Gadot with Red Notice. It's like, all, or Dwayne Johnson, Prime Video and Netflix. Like these people just are, keep going. they're just <laughs> getting these huge paydays. And it's like, but your your movies doesn't even make money in the traditional sense. It just feels like blank checks, right? Like these companies are yeah. writing in the sense that like you, and, and it, it there's a wildness to not understanding how the budget works. Like I look at someone like Denis Villeneuve, uh, who whenever he has a movie that he's directing, he is able to pump out such amazing effects, uh, everything with a small budget. You look back to Dune, I think it was only a $150 million movie, right? Yeah looks phenomenal mm. it looks like a 300 hour movie 300 million dollar movie yeah and then you look at all these movie, yeah. yeah. you look at all these shows that like will be like oh for six episodes it cost us 300 million to make this and you're like how yeah how did you not know how to i spend think your we money? were all like where i think i was guilty we we just didn't know what was happening behind the scenes especially for those actors who you know we, we would they would make 30 million but then their co-stars making 20,000 or less yeah. or something like that and it's just that doesn't make sense that price that, there's such like, a disparity I get, like you are a name but 
why why should Will Smith make 20 million if he's not bringing in 20 million or 120 million or 100 and 200 million like you know what I'm saying like the, the discrepancy now with actors getting paid a certain amount like those A-list actors and what their actual bring bring in for the budget of a film it's not the same like it was in maybe the 2000s yeah. and the 90s and, it's and, a and different world it's a know? different world and, and I think that's the thing we're seeing right now too because we're seeing a lot of um, we're seeing a lot of the people who are striking aren't the ones making 20, 30, 40 million dollars a movie Right, yeah. we're seeing some people show up that are that are big, like like someone that I keep seeing for the writer side and for the actors, like Bob Odenkirk, who that guy is make made a lot of money off of Breaking Bad and off of he's living uh, comfortably. You know, we'll he's living that. very comfortably, but it's like he shows up because he knows that's important, and that's why you kind of wish that you would see, you know, bigger people show up to do that. And you know, there was a big thing this week, like oh, Tom Cruise is he going to pick it or not? And I'm like. If he's not going to pick it, that's fine. I know he's going to, like, he's saying he's they're supporting in other ways. But also, it goes to show, like, you have your biggest star picketing on the streets. Like, that also shows, like... like shine a light on this situation. Like, oh, know? my God. Like, our biggest star. Like, the, Tom Cruise is the biggest star in Hollywood. Yeah. He's outside with a sign. Like, we're doing something wrong. Yeah. You know? You got to look at, I mean, man, all these studios and all the CEOs, they... You look at Bob Iger, who... You know, was someone we really used to admire here. Yeah. And then, like, th the fall from grace that guy had. One of the biggest fall from grace is for a studio. Like, like David Zasloff was the biggest like, oh, villain yeah. in but Hollywood. But he, he came in like, I'm he a villain. A, yeah, yeah he, he came in, but it's, it's wild that Bob Iger, someone who was so beloved, just came in and was just like, no, I'm going to make some really bad decisions. Bad. And put my company in a very bad position. Ooh, yeah. And just really bad things he And said. it's as easy as, you know what? And he does, like, okay, we all know when you work a job, you get paid. But when you're an executive for a studio and your name is Bob Iger or David Saslov or whoever. Mr. Netflix. Mr. Yeah, Netflix. Tim Cook. Yeah. yeah. Tim, oh, Cook, Tim Cook. Like you, you make a dollar, you know, Steve Jobs it. You make one dollar for your, that's your salary because you know that you, you probably have shares that are connected yeah. to the company. And you're you know that anything. people are, are, are working for you for so much less. Yeah. And you're not getting, it just, I can't sit here and say, well, you're making $30 million this year. 30 million that could be given to you know the people who actually work on the movie yeah who actually build everything and we're not even talking about i and I, this is probably another strike that will probably come down eventually all the people behind the scenes yeah cg artists this and that that's that's a new time as like, soon as like soon the as cameramen the as soon as visual effects houses start unionizing i was gonna say yeah they like bullshit's over yeah. you know once it's, they unionize, it's it's game over. Yeah. So how what's the work route? Like I, I cannot imagine being in charge of a studio and trying to figure out this. Like I can cut my pay hundred percent. I can say, yeah, I, I got enough money. I can I, I'm doing this for the love of making this something of my legacy. Because yeah. that's why I look at it a lot. When you're an executive, at that point <clears throat> in your when you're the head executive, it's more of a legacy thing. 100%. What, what's my stamp on this company? Yeah. Iger left with the best legacy ever. Yeah. He left like, I'm the one who repaired our relationship and brought Pixar to Disney. I'm the one who bought Marvel. I'm the one who brought Star Wars. And I'm the one who made the empire of, of Disney the with Disney back, Plus. Back to life. Everything. everything. And he left on the high. And we're like, okay, we're getting Chappic. How's this guy going to be? It was very rocky. And then Iger comes back in. And it's just like shits the bed, you know, how, how do you do that? You were literally coming to save the company. So how do you, how do you fix this as if you were running the studio right now, 
you 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 can daniel you running disney shay you're running uh i want to oh give God. you give me a shitty one aren't you you're running I'll peacock give you, i'll give you warner brothers okay, I'll I'm give you warner w, brothers um, two okay. of the biggest ones yeah. yeah i feel like you don't hear much about paramount or universe but like you guys are the biggest name how do you fix this go <sighs> okay writers what are you asking for okay no problem yeah it's <laughs> gay actors, what are, actors what, are you, what are you asking for okay sounds good oh here you, we go are you saying that without you guys we can't do anything oh we're losing money every day oh, okay yeah, yeah okay sounds good. how much is it going to cost it's going to cost us 60 million dollars yeah don't worry we just lost 200 plus million dollars on the flash yeah we're going to know not to make these mistakes again hi, hi you know what man that's it's so crazy. easy like it's, man like the money that the flash just, lost that is oh. so the easy. money the flash lost was enough could have to, paid th- th- that would have paid like the money they spent on making the flash would have marketed would have fucking paid everything and ended these strikes oh, you don't you dumped her one f-bomb i did because it's just frustrating because no, now because we're going into a time now where it's like okay and i'm thinking of our show obviously and i'm thinking of all the shows out there where it's like in the movies it's like we're back we're we're approaching back to where we were when COVID started where it's like oh god here's this first wave yeah. i've never forget delays but, oh james bond is moving this is moving all these movies are starting to get pushed and pushed and pushed and as we get closer now to tiff it's like what's going to happen with tiff we know that you know there's different unions obviously there's going to be a lot maybe just different films but studios may also decide hey you know what we're going to pull our movie from here because if we can't market it with the, the stars yeah. why would we only that, the director can go only the director could go and then it's going to turn into something okay the director could go uh but then it's going to look weird on us because we're now promoting a movie that we don't have the stars for yeah. and then it's not going to get the award attention it deserves and it's just going to snowball from and there. tiff doesn't want I, i'm guaranteeing you tiff does not want movies without their the stars because no. that's where it generates the tourism, the money that's, right. the that's, tourism. It, that's that's exactly it they are you know they are uh uh what is it a not-for-profit not-for-profit not organization yeah, yeah. so their money comes from that this really that that week yeah and all the advertisers and everyone who comes over the and world's the connections eye is and all looking that. at tiff right and, so and, and venice and, and venice. venice is the other one and that's when the is thing it's august it's uh, before tiff yeah, yeah. It's, in, it's in august and it's yeah. like here we are now and it's like this is the planning stages for tiff and i feel like so many people and friends that we know that work at tiff are just like we don't know what we could really do. And we've been accredited for TIFF. I don't know if you've mentioned We that. have been accredited for yeah. TIFF and we're, we're going to be there whether whatever it looks like or not. As long as the movies are there, we're there. But it's just like, we don't like planning it is, is so hard. And I can only imagine what it's like on the studio side and on the, on the TIFF side because it's like, we don't, we can't really talk with actors or teams about this because everything's on hold. Everything's on hold. Right? And I remember when TIFF did it, like that we, during COVID, TIFF was, like such a smaller venue than yeah. what it was and i the don't 2021 know how, was virtual it was virtual right yeah and i don't know how much that hurt them you know like how much did that weekend hurt tiff and they had they had an amazing year last year but was it enough to sustain them for another year yeah because yeah you look at that 2019 tiff you look at the films right tiff that year oh, we're what looking a at year. parasite we're looking at joker we're looking at fortress ferrari we're looking at jojo rabbit honey boy honey boy like there's there's those are and those are just the ones that we saw yeah knives out knives out you know like there was so many movies yeah. big movies that were there and then 2020 and and that's the thing we're starting to feel the rippling now of obviously covid and this writer strike is only going to ripple further so we have movies right now that are coming out like guarantee you you look at avatar that was just post pushed for 2031 that's probably when you get pushed because oh, it's such a it's such a far away date it doesn't matter we're taking our grandkids to see that one you know it's like, cameron wants the time 
I like that guy loves. Yeah, and did you <laughs> more, see what he more. said? He's like, yeah, I warned you guys in 1984 about AI, and like now, now it's here. <clears throat> and AI, I think, is a big deal for it, right? Because when you AI look at a huge deal, for when us. you're looking with a lot of writers, especially, and then like owning, you know, actors' license for the rest of their lives, background actors. Yeah, so like, like I, I would. I don't know how that's legal. I remember there was people talking about it, like they yeah. been, they were being scanned. I'm like, this is like your DNA, like your 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 persona, your yeah. face, your body. Like thirty that years from now, you. they could show up in a movie and be like, oh, that was me when I was seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. And I'm now like look back to the whole um, James Dean stuff. Yeah, right. Like that's obviously not happening quite clearly because I don't think that that's happening now. I don't. I don't know. We I haven't heard so, so yeah. long about it, right? So, but like you just start seeing stuff like that happen, and it's like, oh my god, I don't want a fake. I don't want Tupac's hologram in the movie. Yeah, and but that's the thing, right? And like we're, we're and, and and we're guilty of it too because like look how excited everyone was. Like, oh my god, Luke Skywalker is back. Prime Luke Skywalker is back in Mando, and then he shows up again in Book of Boba Fett, and it's like look how far it's progressed in Indiana Jones, and it's like cool but like once that technology is out of the box it's like you're only going to see the bad cases of it right it was such a technical achievement to have luke and everything back mm. but opening up that box also opens Pandora's up box. all of the other bad stuff that comes with it yeah. right so it's you know the the oppenheimer like chris nolan was saying this is the oppenheimer moment for a lot of people in yeah. studios and you know yes it's an amazing thing that we can do these things but in the long run, should we do they actually things? hurt us? Yeah. Right. And essentially, unless you as an actor and you're like, yeah, man, I want to sell my likeness and my face and to a studio and for sure, you could do it. But like to not to just get this thing, get this, this permission without permission and without yeah. like. And this like back, back alley, like deals yeah, the way they're it, doing it. It just seems so fucked up. It is. It's really scary. And, you know, I think of Robin Williams who he had a in his contract especially when he died he's like that his likeness can't be used in any film to promote it or be in any movie for 30 years after he passes away and that's why when you look at like um jumanji what, what's the second one called welcome to well, the jungle no was that the first one was that the first one that's called that I the next have, level have, the next level next is it called level. the next level i think i think so I'll double check for you. Jumanji next level. Jumanji the next level. Like they're like, yeah, this is Alan Partridge's house, and it's like it's just mentioned. You can't yeah. you don't actually see a picture of him or anything yes, like that. The next level because like you can't use his likeness, and like that's smart. And those are things that are going to be now that need to be made clear in contracts when you sign them. And I'm especially thinking of the people that can't you know are the up-and-comers who are just trying to get break into the industry and they'll do anything and they'll do anything yeah yeah i'll sign right here because okay i'm a background actor i get to be on set yeah. well I, with, I get to have health insurance yeah I'll you know what i mean yeah. i get to be on set i get to make money i get to eat this month and yeah. live somewhere that's safe yeah and it's like yeah i'll sign whatever and then yeah. it's like oh wait i just signed away my likeness now i just took a job away from myself because they're going to mo more rather use a scan of me than they actually have to use to use the real me yeah. and it's like the ai is it's getting good every year yeah. in terms of like re recreating someone. Um, it's crazy. And it's now we're going down this path of like real fake news and real fake things happening. Like they, we this is going to start know, wars, you know, we don't know what to trust with our eyes anymore. And yeah, it's, it's a scary process. And, and this is not just a strike. This is a lot of things that are happening uh, within the strike too. So yeah, it's, wild to see it is and it's and it's interesting too because there was also like these um beliefs coming out before the week of the strike was going to happen that 
we saw we got so many leaks for Deadpool three. Yeah, which is strange to see because we're so usually so like Marvel films are so secretive and like when when leaks happen like and they were big they were leaks. big like full on like character showing up yeah. and you know the the fight like hype leaks you know hype leaks, and it's much. like it's just like interesting that they're trying to really put the focus on like oh this movie has to shut down production now oh, because muffin because <laughs> like you know that's, that's but like yeah you yeah. create the narrative of of like oh like we want to make this movie but look we want to give you wolverine in his yellow suit and deadpool together i got wolverine now in deadpool they're in a comic i can read it you know what i mean but it's like but they put that pressure on they put that public perception out right. there and i think public needs to also understand it's like just understand where a lot of these actors and writers are coming from because yeah. when you hear about it ollie when you think of hollywood you always think of money and yeah everyone's like, making oh, money on well don't they have enough money yeah i get actually, it actually hollywood makes zero money it's not a like a lot in the long nothing, term it's not very sustainable nothing not is investing in hollywood <laughs> no. nothing is guaranteed anymore no there's movies that we absolutely loved and you know i look at mission impossible where it's like mission impossible is doing okay at the box office it's not a runaway success like mm -mm. we've seen in previous years it also is releasing at a really bad time in between like like just massive movies but it's like there's no movie that is a guaranteed success now no yeah. matter how good it is no matter how bad it is whatever there's you no the successes insidious movie that just came out we were like oh no one's heard of this movie it's not going to do well and it did so well yeah. for a fifth insidious film that did terrible in reviews mm -hmm. yeah and again and that's the thing right there's no guarantees either way now yeah so it's like you need to really think about what you're doing and i think you need to and that starts from the conceptual level and making sure like hey you know what with the days of giving movies 300 million dollar budgets maybe that's not justifiable anymore no you know you like, maybe that's not feasible anymore you don't need it you know because they want to make everything on a green screen and that costs them like even i think of if you cut down the budget these vi visual effects houses can actually create really great visual effects yeah actually have time to build these things and and oppenheimer being a big one where it's no visual effects all practical and it was made with less money and you're just yeah like, look at barbie as well right like barbie's another film that 100 million dollar budget yeah and it's like yeah the marketing budget was probably insane yeah. but it's also paying off for them because it's doing really well but it's but like that's also goes to show like hey we have two movies that we're very confident in that are very well that have great word of mouth and became obviously it's hard to really put in perspective what this meme of barbenheimer would have turned into and this is it sorry really quickly yeah this is it barbenheimer is is the last meme we're not doing saw patrol no no don't don't put that out there yeah it's not happening well, <laughs> i mean what the hell saw patrol and then, then saw saw and Paw patrol, patrol. Coming the same day and yeah. it's like it it's like you try and make fetch happen. Like, like you can't. Yeah. You can't you can Damn, try and make it bring good. your five year old to watch Paw Patrol yeah. and then right after saw. Yeah, yeah. like you can't you can't no. force it upon people. Barbenheimer was natural. Was was birthed from the internet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't try and make it cool let's, now. Let's right? talk about Bar Barbenheimer because that was our next news story. Um how big it became and like what it turned out to be. And you know, for Oppenheimer and Barbie, it worked well. For Mission Impossible that happened last week. Or the week after, or a week and a half ago, because it came out on the Wednesday. It didn't end well for them because of the the amount of marketing and the amount of push for these two movies to sustain. I almost feel like Mission Impossible should have just came out the same day, and they would have had like this fucking massive, a massive, uh, you know, 
like, I feel like it would have made maybe more money or uh, same amount of money or like just be in the top. I don't know. Like I, I know like Mission Impossible right now is hovering around three hundred million worldwide, which is like okay, it's making its money. It made its budget back, but it's also like okay, you have to split that with the studios and marketing mm-hmm. and all that. But it's like you're also in an era now where it's like Warner Brothers put Barbie on opening weekend of Oppenheimer as an as a middle finger to Nolan for leaving the studio, and it all ended up did. working yeah. for them because they didn't because at the end of the day people didn't see it as Barbie versus Oppenheimer, which is ridiculous because no. they're. These movies have nothing in common. But, but but in a world where people always pit stuff against each yeah. other. Oh, iPhone versus Android. PlayStation versus exactly. Xbox. Barbie versus Oppenheimer is like, okay, but that's like the most ridiculous yeah. comparings but even ever. to be it's, in that conversation. But instead, they, they said, no, this is a joint. It's, like, it's, it's yeah. Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. And, and that... It's beautiful. And that served both. And like, seeing the theaters this weekend, it's all I've been seeing on the news. Oh my God. Seeing people going all in pink. Our screening was full of, of people all in pink. It's like, it's fun to see that. Yeah. And like that, I feel like the last time i saw people that excited going to the theater and droves was, was like what black panther that where it was just back like, like harry potter like when you, the harry potter series was that you know thing? where it was like such like a such an event to Cultural, go to the movie yeah. theater and it's like yeah like and obviously like the avengers films like those ones are different but like it's a different vibe when it's like oh my god like people are like going out the the audiences who don't typically yes. go to the theater yeah. are going and to there are two ips that really don't have a huge fan like harry potter has a huge fan base yeah. I don't, like how many barbie people like girls and guys it's, out it's, there it's that still are big, waiting not, for this not yeah, like, but, it's, yeah. but it's like yeah. a different industry yeah, big it's yeah. like oh yeah barbie's big in the toy world but how is this going to translate to the movie yeah. side right because yeah. we've seen it happen time and time again where it's like oh we're adapting this it doesn't end well but it's like Barbie did crazy and then Oppenheimer to like Shay, I know you have the numbers there. Yes, I do. Well, you, have to, so, you have to get the numbers right now? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, so yeah. Well, let's start with Oppenheimer. So Oppenheimer, 80.5 uh, million opening. It's the biggest non-Batman opening for Christopher Nolan. Third biggest opening ever for a biographical film domestically. Biggest R-rated opening since Joker. It topped John Wick 4. It grossed an estimated 165 million globally, which is Nolan's uh, highest non-Batman global opening. But it also is the biggest ever global opening for a biographical film, topping Bohemian Rhapsody. So that's that. So that's what I was curious about. I'm like, okay, so it's it's the third biggest domestic opening for a biographical film. Yeah. What are the other two? I can take a look. Like, but I feel like, like I, jo- Jobs, maybe. And no, Steve I don't Jobs think, didn't do. Well. I don't think Steve oh, Jobs. Didn't, no. But like, and instead of beat Bohemian Rhapsody, it beat Bohemian. Yeah, Bohemian opened with 124, and this did. Oh like, wait, so Bohemian is probably the number one opening. No, Bohemian is. It, it t- worldwide, global, yeah, worldwide. But but Oppenheimer domestic? did Oppenheimer did one sixty five. Okay, but you what was the one that came in third place? Was it domestic opening for uh, biopic? Yes, third biggest ever uh, domestically. So I'm thinking it's either Bohemian Rhapsody opened up bigger than it domestically, and what's the other one like Passion of the Christ? Is that considered Lincoln? a biopic? <laughs> like I, I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to think of the no, other biopic. They would make that Passion made so much money. But opening weekend. Domestic, feel, but that's what I'm feeling. Like, is the is Passion Lincoln. of the Christ number one? I'm gonna go with Lincoln. You think Lincoln made more money domestically than damn, than Oppenheimer? Damn, well, wow. I don't know. This Lincoln's been around for so long, <laughs> uh, but you don't know say like I I, can, I'll take a look. I'm curious what the other one. I was trying oh, to Elvis. Think. What was the opening of Elvis? Yeah, domestic opening of Elvis. Shay, use your computer skills. I am. But the problem is a lot of these episodes aren't up to date. It's, it's yeah. not box office mojo should have it i know if you hit more uh, details yeah but i'm I, i'm trying to find a list of oh yeah i know so while she's looking at the list uh or f- figuring out the list my question is who has the legs in the long run is it oppenheimer or is it barbie 
I think Barbie's going to explode this weekend. And I think it's going to... Are we talking about the... Because we are in the new week. The new week. So you think that... I think Oppenheimer's going to have really great legs because I'm looking two weeks from now. Yeah. It's impossible to get an IMAX ticket for this movie. And this is worldwide. Yeah. It is like impossible to go see this movie. There are, and IMAX tickets are much more, right? They, IMAX tickets are much more. more yeah. And that's why Mission Impossible lost so much less money this weekend because it lost all of its premium format screens mm. because it's they're not there anymore. They all belong to Oppenheimer. Um, but it's wild to me that I, I think Oppenheimer's oh going to do really well because 4 a.m. screenings. So of, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Lincoln's domestic opening, by the way, is <laughs> like $12 million. <laughs> it wishes it did $12 million. <laughs> 900000 Wow. It's less than a million dollars. I don't know. Jeez. I just, I thought of a biopic, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. I get why, but it was, it, it almost was like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you thought I made a lot of money. A thousand times less. Than uh, what was the other movie you mentioned? Uh, biopic. Elvis? Passion of the Christ? No, no, no. You mentioned another one. <laughs> a Bohemian Rhapsody? Bohemian, was it Bohemian? So Bohemian opened with... Uh, but yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, there's 4 a.m. screenings of Oppenheimer that are sold out. So two he, weeks from now yeah bohemian opened with mm-hmm. 51 million you're people domestic okay. who don't so, live so it's not the top three no, then because i don't know which one because ontario which is located in canada yeah uh has two 30 uh 70 millimeter imax cinemas people from the states are coming to toronto to watch it yeah and there's only 32 in the whole world yeah there's not a lot you know like even if you're in the States and you live in Buffalo, New York, then you're Syracuse, or if you're in Cleveland, you're coming to Toronto to watch it. Cause it's probably it closest, the closest one, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's, what's wild. Right. And it's like, they're they're They keep adding screenings. Even this week we were like, Oh, they're sold out. Oh shoot guys. They added a 10 AM one. Let's go. Yeah. And they're adding earlier and earlier and later and later because there is such a demand. So I think Oppenheimer is going to have really good legs. I think Barbie, um, I, I'm curious to see what it's going to do. I'm I'm sure it's going to do really well, but I feel like everyone went to go see it. That's what I'm saying. Like everyone, think went, everyone who wanted went, to watch, wanted it. to go see, it, went to go see it. So I'm curious how many repeat viewers are there going to be. I know there's a lot of people who want to see it again. Yeah. Um. But I'm curious to see what the legs of it look like. I think. Do you think it's going to hit a billion dollars? Do you think Barbie will hit a billion? I don't know. I don't know. I don't trust the box office. Even though you like, can't Barbie, bet on it, there's no guarantee. Barbie right? made a lot of money. I don't know if it's going to hit one billy because there's also like there's not everyone wants to watch it you know there's a lot of conservative or woke fucking yeah bullshit talk so there's a there's a it's not top gun you know top gun was made for everyone and it was a great film this one actually has a little bit of agenda that people might not like and that's why they'll keep them out of the cinema I, yeah, I could see that for the for the like the 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 like the toxic people out there that mm-hmm. may that may not want that. Um, but I'm also curious, like you know, I look at the Super Mario Brothers movie. That's the highest grossing movie this year so far, 1.3, 1.4 billion dollars. Is anything going to touch that? Mario is also an interesting audience because it's a kids movie, mm-hmm. and it's like so like it's an animated movie. It's like kids could like parents take their families to it, like yeah. no problem just go have fun blah 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 so like i'm just wondering what to see what the what any legs look like this box this yeah. summer because coming up we have the meg we have ninja turtles we have blue beetle uh there's a couple others in august that are coming as well too but yeah it, it also depends on worldwide where these movies are being opened if you take for instance china mission impossible didn't do well in china is barbie going to do well in china i don't know if it opened in china you know there's a lot of things yeah that are part of it it's not just domestic no because we're all we're also in a bubble right we sure. only we see what we see but 
the rest of the world, are they still, are they in the mindset of Barbie or are they more Oppenheimer or are right. they more of like something that's happening in their world um, that's bigger and they want to watch? Right. So, so from, from what I'm seeing. Shay's like a mad scientist right I, now yeah, trying to man, find. I've been trying to find. Like what, what, what domestic biopic opened higher? Uh, what are we missing? You know was what? It, was it Elvis? Uh, it wasn't Elvis. Elvis, okay. didn't, Elvis didn't do that uh, hot. But I, I am seeing uh, Passion of the Christ is one of them. Is one of them, right? Is Passion yeah. of the Christ considered a biopic? I'm uh, like I'm assuming because it's like it's about a person. That's what. That's the only reason why I'm yeah. like it's R rated. It's a biopic. Like it probably had a big opening. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to find more, and I, if I find it, I'll I'll let you guys know. But yeah, Passion of the Christ is I think one of them. Uh, yeah. The Avengers aren't real people, so that wouldn't be that wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So we're safe to say that Oppenheimer and Barbie succeeded this week. Barbenheimer was one of the, I think, just on a grand scale level, thinking about it driving people to movie theaters. Yeah, and it's, like it's amazing. Like this is fantastic, and also like Nolan. Like, again, we've spoken so much about Oppenheimer in our review. Go listen to it. Go watch it. But Nolan was able to release a three-hour movie, an original film based on a, a, a historical figure, three hours long, R-rated, and it still opened up against the biggest film of the year, and it still made $80 million in its opening weekend. That yeah. is unbelievable. Passion opened with 83 yeah I'm, I'm trying to find out what the well that, that's is. probably more now because of inflation yeah, yeah so it's probably 100 um, and it was in 3d right so that's why I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just, um, <laughs> the thorns <laughs> but it's also good that two movies usually with the studios they they don't want to go head to head with other movies but this was a great battle because this this is like one of those knockouts where it's like rocky versus apollo creed you know yeah. like you know like both of them are doing their best to, to be number one and you knew barbie was gonna be number one yeah but, but Barbie just helped Oppenheimer. Yeah, but yeah, like Oppenheimer yeah. still had a great time in in a great weekend, and it makes it it, it kind of shows to you that sometimes that competition is needed. Yeah, to succeed. Have we and ever to actually had this, have something like this happen? Has this ever happened before? Has have we ever had a weekend where the two, the one and two, are like just record shattering movies with this I, this I high? Like it, it's it's not common for sure. I, I definitely think there are. From what I'm reading, it's like the fourth time it's ever happened. Um, but man, like I feel like in the yeah. '90s it might have happened because I feel like that's just it. It was more set to have huge, like those big big blockbusters, yeah, yeah. or like those movies that just became blockbusters without actually being marketed as a blockbuster. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I can't remember something like this. Then again, it was a different time. Social different media, time. like the the way we consume media now is in your face all the time. Yeah. So it's hard to remember a time when it wasn't. Yeah. But it's cool though. Like honestly, like you just like, it's, it's so embedded in the culture now that people will always remember, Hey, remember the summer of Barbenheimer? Like yeah. this is what people have been building towards for the last year and a half. And the fact that it came out and it was successful, there are no losers this weekend you no. know what i mean like there's no like no. it's all like winners it's like it's it's really amazing to yeah. see yeah uh but well let's talk about barbie a little bit because i mean that, those are the stats i gave you for oppenheimer for barbie biggest opening of 2023 amazing with 155 million yeah beat mario by like i think almost 10 million yeah or 5 million something like that uh biggest opening ever for a female director biggest opening ever for a movie based on a toy and biggest opening ever for stars margot robbie and ryan gosling 
Barbie had the biggest opening weekend ever for a movie that isn't a superhero film, isn't a sequel, and also isn't a remake. Also, with over $300 million worldwide, this looks to be the fourth biggest weekend of all time and biggest box office weekend post-pandemic. Uh, yeah. Crazy. That is a lot of firsts for a lot of things. And uh, you know what? Greta deserves it. Uh, the cast deserves it. Everybody that was involved with Barbie, they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Greta's now, she's on, like she's going to be directing Narnia for Netflix. Yes. That's her next... I don't know if we need that, but... <laughs> like she's she was saying that she's so scared to do it because it's such a big bigger it's budget, bigger and, budget. And it's, it's, all, it's all special effects right yeah you have to have a lion that talks <laughs> yes they don't and talk nowadays they don't no they're very quiet um but definitely there is going to be a barbie too we all oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. all know that we have to get a barbie too yeah. so we'll see what happens uh, i'm getting some more like insight because i wanted to ask, talk to you guys about mission impossible and its okay. placement this summer where you guys think that you would have placed it instead of where it came out right now um it says that it tom cruise hits 370.8 million global cume at box office and it's going to be eyeing about 620 to 670 global one which is good which is very good i mean fallout made seven something so this is it followed 800 i don't know if I, uh, it may have i think 48 was it was it that high? Was followed over actually seven ninety one? Yeah, so it was, yeah, yeah, so it was in the seven hundred millions. So it's definitely less. It's going to net out still a positive for Paramount, but I feel like there was so much money left on the table if they just held themselves for two weeks after Barbenheimer, because I feel Come like Mission August? Impossible would have fared a lot better against the Meg. Yep, and you know Paramount could have pushed Ninja Turtles to later in September into October. Mm. and you would have had all of august to just clean Crush. up at the box office mm-hmm. uh, i would have even waited till october november i think, you I don't, think it does like, get dicey then though right like you well, look at october and i think they just want the, it's like to, a summer movie they want that summer blockbuster because yeah. like the top but gun movies and, make money <laughs> no matter if it comes out in january february march april like it just it makes it if it's good and yeah. people talk about it and i think they just couldn't get people to talk about it yeah I mean, even we were we were happy with it but yeah. it's just like i don't think the word of mouth was there for it to not as strong not as strong. yeah it's got i think i got an a cinema score still but it wasn't like i think people leaving fallout or maverick were just like there is no other movie except yeah. for this movie you need to go see it and mission like i i really i i love that movie or dead reckoning i should say but yeah it doesn't have that lasting i think not until part two because and and i think they're thinking now like oh should we have maybe made this part one yeah when you market something as part one people i think subconsciously already go okay i don't need to care about this until part two comes out that's also true you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. so people may not be doing that and when you look at this whole summer season all like march was a was a hellscape for movies in terms of like how many were releasing right we had creed we had john wick we had um Oh my god, I'm blanking on the movies that released in March. But we had a lot. We had a lot. And then we had April that came out, which was the Mario Brothers movie, Fast X. And then it was Guardians. It was Little Mermaid. It was Spider-Verse. It was Flash. It was Elemental. It was Indiana Jones. It was mm. like nonstop. So no matter where Mission Impossible was trying to fit in, it's like all of these other movies had their flags planted and Mission Impossible was like, oh, we're going to go here or we're going to try and open up a few days earlier. And I feel like that almost hurt the movie when you're trying to open up on a Wednesday instead of opening up on a Friday. Scream yeah. 6. You know? Scream 6. Yeah, that was another big one in March, right? So it's like there's there's so many spots where I feel like, oh, I wonder where Mission could have gone to maybe made it 
easily pass that seven hundred million dollars. Like, yeah, because again, I, it's not a failure, but it's no. But it's like I, I rewatched it on Friday, and you know, obviously, I love Mission Impossible. And I love that reckoning. Um, but there was a lot more that stood out to me this time, where I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I get why a lot of audiences didn't connect. Like there's some things that I can forgive in a movie because I understand what it's trying to go for. But for general audiences, I'm like, "Yeah, this might be a bit too long." Like you know, you're almost mm-hmm. at three hours. Yeah, like, there's a lot of exposition in there that needs to be cut. It slows down a lot at certain points. And again, the stunts are fantastic, but they don't hit the highs of the franchise. Or I, 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 I will even say, like, I think there's incredible stunts in this one yeah. that match what we've seen before but it's also like we've also seen them marketed so much that yeah, we've been, been seeing a lot that like as as amazing as it is to see tom cruise jump off the cliff on the motorcycle like i didn't feel wowed by that until it cut to that separate that new angle of him gliding down the hill yeah or right like or because you've, you've in the plane you've, or you've experienced it so many times yeah and it's like that. i i'm hoping for part two they really hold back don't like, show the stunt you know like don't show the big one i think right where he's about to jump off stunt. Just where he's, he's driving on the hill cut before he goes yeah. because yeah. like there's so much where it's just like uh, that we saw in dad reckon it's like i i've i saw Seen it already this, yeah and I know that in the beginning of the movie, we see it in the whole montage at the beginning yeah. with the theme song, but like, because you're watching it, you're like, you don't mind it as much. Yeah. Um, Maybe they were, they were worried that they needed to start that train to get people to go into the theater, but maybe it yeah. kind of backfired on them to, to the point where it's like, well, I wasn't excited as much as when I went to go watch Fallout and he was in the helicopter and yeah. that was all real and, yeah. and it was shot in IMAX so it just made it even bigger. Or the halo jump and oh, all that stuff. Right the other thing that you also mentioned as well, naming it part one, I think heard it as well. Yeah, yeah, if you just call it Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning and then the next one you called it something else. We could look at Spider-Verse, it did so well because people didn't really know that it was a part one. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and like when you market it as part one, I, I just feel like, okay, part one, I don't. I really don't need I'll to wait care for the about season to come out. You know, you know like people I, say that all the time. Exactly. Shows. It, like people you, will be like, "Oh, do we need to go?" Do you think the next part two should have some competition with it, very similar to Barbenheimer, Barbenheimer, uh, Barbie and Oppie, to have like this, this get to the theater, and we need to have like this competition, or do you think it just sticks on its own? I only happen naturally, though. I and needs to happen naturally, and also we, again, it could because we don't know when this could. movie's coming out. But, and but what so movies. much of what made. Barbenheimer and sorry, Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> so much of what made those movies work was just is, how natural it was. was how natural, but also how different the movies were. Yeah. Right? You have a movie about the atomic bomb, and then you have a movie about Barbie, and it's like which you, one's about Barbie? Sorry, you know, just the, the one I said. That's what they call oh, the bomb. Okay. Yeah, called the Barbie. <laughs> but it's uh. like, but but you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you had movies that were just so drastically different from one another yeah. that it became funny. Where Mission Impossible, I'm like. What's the opposite of Mission Impossible? Like, it doesn't matter. You could have a romantic comedy opening. It still doesn't have that pairing of, it's no. like, look how the contrast, the stark contrast e- people between were, people were digging back to, you know, you look back to... Like Mamma Mia, Dark Mama Knight. Mia and Dark Knight. Even yeah. I mentioned that. That I, wasn't I, a big deal back then. It no, wasn't. No, like, no, I didn't it even didn't know Mamma Mia People just thought of that, like, oh... It was just Dark Knight. It was oh, just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. the Dark Knight's out, and this movie's also there for the people who don't want to see the Dark yeah. Knight. And that's kind of how it's always been, right? Yeah. You always have, okay, this one's like this kind of movie, but then we also have this, where it's like a little bit, a little different. Yeah, so it's like, you, like I don't think there's a way to make, you know, Mission Barbie or, you know, it's, Impossible it's cause Barbie. It's because it's, it's also how 
extremely polar opposite the films are. They're just they're opposite ends the, of the spectrum. They start their spectrums, really, yeah, right? Like yeah. you, you can't you can't do yeah. it. And then you have also the the other the other T where it's like, oh Nolan and, and Warner Brothers and now he's a universal. Yeah. Like the smaller stuff that's kinda in the background that you're like that, that people like us will think about. Yeah. But just the fact that they're so polar opposite that that's it. That's why you can't have Saw Patrol. Like no. it doesn't work. No, because one is a kids like one is an animated child's movie and one is a horror that like also only kids watch like, yeah like, like you adults can't, aren't gonna go watch no. the last saw was an awful film it was an awful film i think paw patrol will probably beat it paw patrol will beat it because it's socks. again it's socks, socks. socks. supposedly though supposedly uh, from what i'm hearing this new saw movie is good because they pushed it up here we go yeah uh, I'm, I'm not i'm not mr saw don't worry <laughs> i'm just saying this is <laughs> mr. what i heard saw over here mr socks <laughs> uh yeah like i don't think you could you could there's no way to recreate barbenheimer no, you can't you can't do it there's no way that that was chemical x right there buddy you know like it was like well, it there's happened a sequel to oppenheimer a sequel to barbie do they do it again what's the sequel to oppenheimer <laughs> they tell the others they tar- tell benny Safdie hydrogen story. bomb hydrogen bomb yeah i want to know more about that too and maybe we have einstein come back einstein comes back Dude, yeah. every time he showed up on screen our theater the crowd like, lost it <laughs> you're like yeah buddy <laughs> the hat that hot flying off yeah um yeah i don't know like you can't i don't i think it's gonna be a really long time before we have another barbenheimer on our hands yeah yeah or like, like because again, studios will try. We because we've waited our whole lives to see it happen once. Yeah, right. Like studios will try. Though mark my words, they will force it to happen again. Yeah, they're gonna. They gotta get actors and writers. They, or, they do. We will get movies for yeah. the next ten years. Yeah, guys. get that sorted first, and yeah. then deal with making marketing plans. That that this is all kind of like overshadowing what's actually happening, yeah. and I don't think people understand by next year. We won't have anything to watch. Yeah. And we won't have anything to watch in 2025 and 2026 and TV and all that. Unless you're, you live in England. We're going to be watching a yeah. bunch of English or, shows. Or in Canada, we're watching or a bunch Canada. of CBC shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but like... Maybe we'll get a show. The movie podcast show. The movie, the movie podcast, the show. Movie podcast, the show. <laughs> the, the movie musical. podcast, the show. The musical. <laughs> Nirvana, the band, the show. The movie podcast, the show. Uh, no, yeah. You, you can't recreate it. I'm just so happy that both are doing well. And yeah. I cannot wait to see what happens next week with their box offices. Because I think it's just only going to... They're going to they're gonna be... That's going to be the success story of the summer. It's Barb Absolutely. What are we going to talk about next? I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm going to my uh, agenda here. Yeah. Oh, you have an agenda too, eh? <laughs> <laughs> what agenda is he pushing, oh, eh? <laughs> the box. We did the box office. Let's get into some trailers. 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 Yeah, a ton of trailers. Yeah. Not from this week, but just from the weeks that we haven't been on doing this ep- our main episodes. So we got Dune 2 or Dune Part 2. Wonka, Napoleon, Gran Turismo, Invincible Season 2, Haunting in Venice, The Creator, and The Marvels. Let's talk about... Well, why, why, why don't we talk about our favorite trailers? I'm going to kick it to Shay. What, what would you consider your favorite trailers for the past two, three weeks? Napoleon, man. Napoleon, that trailer yeah. just was fire. Yeah. yeah. It had like a, an energy that you just like put me in this time period i felt like a, yeah exactly that it was like an art piece where i was like i need like and also just seeing vanessa kirby on there where i'm just so in love with her after everything she does but also just mm-hmm. watching mission impossible um and of course you know joaquin just kills it so mm-hmm. th- i think someone once called me out for how i pronounced joaquin is it not joaquin there was somebody who was saying that uh in one of our negative negative reviews that we kept mispronouncing Joaquin? Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix? It's it's, it's Joaquin. Joaquin, right? Yeah, Joaquin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so 
fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, not I guess you could though. like pronounce it with the J. Yeah, like, some jo- that dude probably's like, oh yeah, jo- Jalapenos. Joaquin. 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 Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. I don't know why he sounds like that. Um. Anyways, I, that trailer, yeah, it just hit, man. It was just so good. Yeah. It I reminded got- me of some good Ridley Scott. Yes, it reminded me of Gladiator. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. what it reminded me of. And yeah, even, even a little bit of um, the last duel. Like yes, the, like the yeah. really action-driven parts, yeah. right? Man, I, like you know what? Like that movie's probably gonna be long as hell too. Because Napoleon, it's, yeah, it's probably gonna be like a really yeah, like, movie. I don't think they've ever done a Napoleon movie before. What it, was the one Danny it's DeVito? It's kind of ironic, right? The shortest guy with the longest movie. Yeah, <laughs> didn't Danny DeVito do a Napoleon movie? Or was Danny it a miniseries? DeVito? Yeah, or was it a miniseries? I can't. You're joking. You're serious. I'm being dead serious. Right <laughs> I, thought that, I thought you guys were going to talk about some sunny. Um, no, 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 that no, no. This was like, didn't Danny DeVito play Napoleon? And Shay's Na- looking. Napoleon's right now? a very long story, I, so I just, it, I hope it's like three hours long. It's 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 interesting. Like it's, I don't know. Is it real it's or like, is it just like a fan art? Uh, the four foot ten actor played the five foot ten figure in 1995's Napoleon. But if you don't remember DeVito donning the iconic Bicon hat, don't worry. Uh, 1995, it was a movie within a movie. Oh, and Get Shorty. Oh, that's oh what I'm thinking of. Oh my God. That's what yes. I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm thinking of Get Shorty. Yeah, Get yeah, Shorty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, like we're, we're in a year where I feel like we're just getting really long ass movies. Yeah, you know? and it's like, good. It's good, but it's also not good for some movies where it doesn't work out. Where I feel like you look at Indiana Jones it's like that movie was too long hey it could have been good if they fucking ended it properly you know what i mean or yeah, if they, they made it if good. they went back to fucking nazi germany yeah. and he fought, or if like we're just shorter Dan. right like there's like like we're in a time where we're getting a really long movies killers of flower moon is gonna be another really long movie yeah and i'm all here for it if you could sustain my attention killers of the flower moon is i'm reading the book right now very good book but it's like a very interesting story because it's not just a story about murders that are happening it's also the story of how the fbi became the fbi interesting so like, it's like hoover jagger hoover in it jagger hoover is he he's he's at that point he's just starting the fbi ah. so he's not a main character um jesse plemons's character who is part of the bureau um comes to the osage uh county and they but it's so it's a it's that's why it's such a big story because it's it's such a long movie because there's a lot of yeah wildness that's happening do we this. get it do we, we we should have a runtime because it premiered already at Cannes, right i think three hours yeah, yeah double check yeah i wouldn't be surprised yeah, if it's three four. hours and 30 minutes god but it's a yeah it's a very good story it's yeah. just very deep but also three hours 26 oh very close question for you guys is it going to come out this year yeah is it still coming out in september it's October 6th, actually. Is this still coming out in October? My birthday. Well, yeah, because I, I wished for it. <laughs> but, like, how can, um, they, how can they release that movie without its how biggest can stars? Slap? I don't know, man. I, I'm trying <laughs> to think right now, like, what... Like, what did you I, say? I, how, how can she, she slap? slap? Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's a weird time. I, I want to say yes. Like, I feel like if, if you on. keep waiting and you waiting... You think it's Tiff? Maybe. I just can't be... It can't be a COVID year again. Like, it, it, to... to, to, to postpone films till next year you have five months left like you're gonna make something but we know i feel like you're gonna lose more than your this is not top gun this is not (laughs) you know like top gun was special yeah and and paramount whoever was the the notre dame of that (laughs) of that studio made the best choice for top gun but i don't know i feel like people want to watch something in the next four or five months well we know like we know just from interviews that we've done and things like that that august is pretty much covered in terms of interviews being in the bank 
for a lot of these studios. When you come into September now, what's what's going to happen? Like September, October, November, December, there's big movies planned. And if Wonka with Timothy Chalamet, if, if Aquaman... That's December, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Both December movies. Well, Aquaman, the Marvels. Aquaman's not happening. I'm sorry. You know, I don't think I. Uh, I've been saying it for months that Aquaman's not coming out it's in not December. There's no way that they're going to release Aquaman in that Wonka. movie. Third, what third re- set of reshoots? Not yeah. doing hot. James Wan. You think they're going to scrap it? Oh, scrap! I don't know. Yeah, I can. I would love for them to scrap it. You really? Yeah. And, and it's that's absolutely no shade and no no offense to anyone We're, that's they're going to get their money the back. But it's That's because the, the government it, works it's, there. It's not it, like no one wants to watch a DC movie. Look, Blue Beetle. I'm sorry, it's not going to do well. It's I was going to say it's, it's month, estimating for 15 million right now opening. It's opening weekend, and no. I don't know. I don't know what the budget of it was. But it's not going. It's not going to do I'll well. Nobody a wants a, a DC film right now. So like you, you wonder. If, okay, let's say they delay those movies. What else is there? Like, there's there's so many other movies coming out this fall still. Sure. Push them to max, man. You know what'd you say? Push them to max. Push them. No, no, no. But I mean, like, yeah. No, but, no, yeah. but even they push them to max, they still need to market them. Then you got Craven coming out also in October. Does yeah. Sony release that? You know, you mm-hmm. have all these movies that you're if, just thinking about. And then you you have to think about well, <laughs> the theaters that are playing these movies. Yeah. How are they going to sustain yeah. if they have nothing to play? They're literally so like you're we're actually just hurting them. Yeah. And it's like you got to keep something going. You got to keep the train going, even though you have no stars to promote it. It, it's yeah, you, but, but, but if they you come that, back from that and, and by January there's no theaters to play it, then you're even fucked. You're yeah, more fucked. But, but here's the thing: it's like we started getting these deals that these were making. By the way, Blue, uh, Blue Beetle, 120 million dollars. No, 120, 120 million dollar movie. Yeah, more than Oppie. Yeah. Wow. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and it's not an A-list cast. No, I mean I think the biggest name is George Lopez. Yeah. 100, 100 million right there. 120 million. <laughs> 119 million right there. Why do you think George, so much? Lopez. My God. Um, but yeah, like you can't, like you're not going to be able to release movies without like your cast promoting them because then students would be like, oh, it didn't make money because it's not being promoted. Tom Cruise would have 100% been promoting the shit out of Mission Impossible hey, right now if he was allowed pay to. Pay the movie podcast. We'll promote every fucking movie. We'll scab it. We'll scab it. We'll be the scabs. No, yeah. but, but no, but it's like, how do you, how do you justify... You're like, oh yeah, we're gonna release this. We're gonna release Dune, which has like the biggest cast ever. Yeah, but none of them are gonna market it. Yeah, you yeah. can't do it, and then they're they're gonna delay it until this is done. I and love Sounds of Echoes or what's it called? The, the Sounds of Freedom. Sounds, Sounds of Freedom. Sa- Sounds of Freedom. S- Sounds oh, of Freedom. Such a good movie, right? No, no, but like, like you, and then you look at all the deals that were made during COVID. It's like, oh, we're gonna guarantee forty five day windows, and then Mission has a hundred a hundred days. Oppenheimer has a hundred day theatrical windows. But like, does that continue now? Where theaters are like, no, we can't. We have to keep playing these movies because we don't have any other movies to play you well know? we're gonna watch oppenheimer like three times i don't think i can watch it anymore after that like just, at that point Dude, like the sixth you, time really changes <laughs> the, the, the that's power. where you go crazy yeah <laughs> i hope may, like maybe they go back in the vault and get movies that came out during but we did that right like we did that during COVID too where it's like oh like go watch this movie again yeah. go watch i would love to because i never got to see it, it was akira in imax which would like I didn't watch it because it, it was during COVID, yeah, COVID and the time didn't work out for me. Uh, but I would love to rewatch that if they're going to replay any. I'm sure they will. Movie. As soon as Sinisphere opens up too. But like we're in a time we're going to an uncertain future again, where it's like how many of these events do we need to go through? And I'm just talking about not us. I know the podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. the like general and audiences, just, where it's and like, it's also TV too. There's TV a, as a, well. When you see studios like, oh, we're airing Miss Marvel this fall on ABC. It's like, boy. yeah, because you don't have shows to, you don't have shows being made because actors aren't working. Yeah. You know, we're you're showing you're putting it there because you don't have a choice. 
You're doing because you want people to see it more and also because you don't have any other shows to fill that void. Mm -hmm. It's wild. It's really wild. You should put Willow on TV. <laughs> no, they can't because they've They scratched it. Like, you can't watch that unless it's illegal means. Like, my God. Yeah. Mind-boggling decisions. But yeah, Dune, Dune Part 2, that trailer, buddy. Holy. Amazing. Does it come out this year? Yes or no? I just want a yes or no. Oh, I, thought, Dune, I thought you does, were saying it's it, not coming out. Does Dune Part 2... Yes. Released this year. Yes. Yes from Shabazz? Yes from Anthony because yes I want to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to say no. No. I'm, I honestly don't think. I think Warner Brothers is going to come out with a big announcement this week saying everything's shifting and then that's it. They're so watch that the, means what about the Marvels? Marvels isn't going to move yet because it's in November. But what I... So this, this is my prediction of what's going to happen. I feel like Warner Brothers is going to move Dune Part 2 to December. Because it gives them time for the strike. That'll be December. Wonka is going to move to like March. And then Aquaman will move to June. If there's no settlement by September, that's the movies. It's done for the year. Yeah. Like they'll just stay until they'll, they'll be on strike till January if ever see what they... Because at this point, there's nothing... Yeah. They don't need it. They, they'll just wait. And see what more they but can that's, get. But that's that's my prediction right now. I feel like Dune is going to move to either December. Yeah. And then Wonka is going to move to March. And then uh, the Aquaman is going to move Wonka to... Wonka might even move to May. The Marvels? May even. For Aquaman? No. Wonka? Wonka. Yeah. yeah. Disney Plus. Marvels. Watch. Like no. premium access? They won't do that. No, I don't think they, they will either. I know, what you, I know what you're saying, but yeah. I can't see them do that. I didn't like the Marvels trailer. It, it's, it, I didn't it, like the Marvel it's, trailer. It's funny because like, I like the first trailer. The first trailer that released for it, but this one just felt like it was too similar to that one. Or it didn't make me any more excited for the movie. I'm just like, okay, I'll yeah, watch it when it, it comes out. Yeah, that's what it is. But I'm like, I'm not... Like, the days of, like, a trailer dropping and us being like, oh, my God. Like, it's yeah. very rare for it to happen because I feel like, especially with the Marvel ones and love the Marvel movies, but they just feel very just like... I just feel the like same template thing ones. over and over again. Now. So, when we watched Miss Marvel and that whole sequence with Captain Marvel and how they... Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel transition at the end. At the end, at the end, the end yeah. yeah, so good. Yeah, but then when you watch the trailer and you see the story, I'm like, I don't. I've seen this story. Before. Yeah, I've seen this. This is yeah. not. I just, I just, I just hope it's a great movie. It's just like it's I one of those. Good movie. You know, it's just one of those things. I'm like that. This new trailer, I'm think, didn't really do anything, and also just released at a random time. We're just like, oh, it literally dropped at midnight, right? Yeah, but but it's, they didn't have a panel or no. anything. It was like midnight. It's like, yeah. oh, well, it would have been okay. nine, midnight, nine, nine p.m. Nine p.m. Yeah, yeah. But there was like no build up to it. No. It was just like people, I, I saw like scoopers like, oh, there's supposedly something's coming. Yeah. But it's just like, what a weird thing not to build up to where in the past it's like, oh, watch this game, watch this event, watch this thing. We're going to do it. But I feel like they just can't do it because the actors aren't involved. That and there's also nothing happening now to yeah. even play it in front of other than San But Diego you were at Comic-Con. Comic -Con. You could have played it in Hall H, you know, like. Yeah, I guess get people hyped about it. You know, it's yeah. just it's just a weird way. Just be like, it's out. It's because they, they they decided not to, right? Disney the, said, yeah, they're I'm not, not they're, they're not, not a Hall H. But uh, like, even yeah. if they were just started showing that trailer in front of like Barbie or something, it's just it just would have made sense. I'm assuming it will show in front of Barbie. But it's just it's just weird weird choices. Weird San choices. yeah, another weird choice, and we didn't yeah. get to it. San Diego Comic Con coming out uh, happening this week. Yeah, um, I feel like you know for what it for what it is and what they have, they're doing an okay job it's actually about comics this year yeah, it's about comics. comics and about like like invincible dropped that episode um like as like a prequel to, towards the season which we're yeah. gonna get later this fall which we're really excited about 
Um, but yeah, it's just like it's crazy that this was this was Comic Con week, and in, in years previous when we've had Comic Con episodes, they were like some of our biggest episodes of the year, and we're an hour plus into this episode, and we've said nothing of substance about it. Yeah, I, I would tell you um, that was a callback to earlier in the episode that we say nothing of substance. <laughs> Squawkock, <laughs> yeah, Squawkock. There is a really cool thing that's happening at Comic Con, which is the Kith Marvel streetwear, you know, collaboration that they're mm. doing with you their sneakers. Some. I hope. I hope the order doesn't get canceled. But yeah, oh, like I'll cancel it. Ronnie Fly is doing a shoe where you don't know, like you, you know what the type of shoes that are in this box, but you don't know what you get. Oh, and it's looks like a box of chocolates, you know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's to mimic like what you would, just like the the, the Marvel cards. Oh. <laughs> From the from the nineties when you would open them, you don't know what you get inside the pack. Oh, right? I was so going deeper. Is, I was like, oh, it's like really it's like when deep. you're a mutant, yeah. you don't know what mutant powers you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's pretty cool because you don't know. Uh, you will get like a PSA graded Marvel card. Mm-hmm. But you pick your really size of your foot. Right? You just pick it, your size. You yeah. can pick your size. You just don't know what shoe. And they're all great shoes. They're I think all the great ones shoes. I'm not like really connecting with is the beast. And the brown Wolverine, but everything else. Oh, I'm, what's wrong with brown Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 I was like, oh, yeah, hold, well, on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The brown Wolverine, let me tell you. Wolverine the brown Wolverine, it was a choice. Yeah. Question, uh, what's, so when I went on the website to look at the shoes, they only had up to size 10. Was that just because the other ones are sold? Yeah, that was because they were sold. Okay, it was, that was just so like, oh, Those no. shoes, the, they did a release on Friday because mm-hmm. that's when they did the panel. Uh, that was a kith strike. So whatever you saw come out there is not going to be the official Wait, release. Wait, is Kith on strike? No, they call it a Kith strike when it's a, when it's a, like a hyper strike is when a shoe releases without notice, mm-hmm. without any type of alert and it's just like, hey guys, the shoes are out now, yeah. go get it. And it's a strike. That's what they call it. It's a strike. It's just instantaneous but the shoes will come out again. Uh, I don't know in what number. I think there are, each shoe has 2,500 pairs, pairs of each color. And within the 2500, there's cards. Yeah. And inside each card. So, do you get the card that corresponds with the character? Yes. Okay. So, that's one way of knowing what shoe you have. Yeah. Um, So, I'm hoping not to get Beast or the Brown Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you keep looking at me, though? I don't get it. Uh, He looked at me when he said Beast and he looked at me when he said Brown Wolverine. I was like, hold on. Uh, Uh, I don't don't want want any of these guys. (laughs) But yeah, uh, we'll do an unboxing. Yeah, please do an unboxing. We'll do an unboxing. We'll we'll record it. We'll do a whole thing because it's really cool. Just like the idea of like not knowing what shoe and you're getting a graded card and there's like one of 10, one of... It's also a good way to like sell shoes that people may not love certain colors of, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's all a mystery. Yeah. Like you don't have any overstock, but it's like 60 years of X-Men. I think just the, the whole, like if you watch the whole video of how he did it, because the shoe is an ASIC shoe, but the box is not from ASIC because they couldn't make the box. So they, he had to make his own box and he had to work with PSA to grade the card. It's a whole, like, it's a whole thing to it. It's a a whole thing, which is really, I think one of the best, like unboxings that you can yeah. get that you could pay for. And I think where, I, where I'm at right now with collecting, um, we did an episode, I think it was our third episode of the movie podcast. The third episode. Where we spoke about, uh, oh no, it wasn't the third episode, but it was like one of the first 10 episodes where we spoke about the, our collections, what yeah. we collect. And for me, um, obviously we spoke about posters and I collected all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe art books I'm officially retiring from collecting. Oh, you're announcing this live? I'm announcing whoa, it live. Whoa, 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 whoa. So I'm only, yeah. Is the press ready for this? So I, I, it was a strike. I just wanted to drop it. <laughs> I wanted to drop this news. But yeah, I the only ones that I'm going to get is No Way Home and Guardians from now. And I've had a couple and I've actually sold the other ones that I had. But it's just the quality has gone down too much for me. Where it's hmm. just like, you know what? I can't justify 
spending and the, and the price has gone up yeah so they used to be like 40 bucks quality gone down price gone up so it's like now they're like 90 dollars a book and there's no slip cover the quality of the pages and the and the covers aren't as good as they used to be so i'm like i can't justify spending this much money especially for all the projects that marvel has dropped i'm like i I'd, 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 I'd you'll never catch up I'd never. I'd be. I have. I have no home. Yeah, like, it I would wouldn't just be, able, be. No yeah, way home. Just be, like all the it's Disney a lot Plus of series and the movies. It's like, and they're all delayed now. Where they used to come out with the release in the movie. It's like it's impossible to. Uh, and they're all coming out within like a week of each other. Yeah. This fall, I'm like, I I can't spend like four thousand dollars on books. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm only going to get Guardians and Spider Man to complete my trilogies of them, and then I'm officially retired. Retired from collecting these art books. Yeah. Unless something like really, really blows me away, but even then, congratulations, buddy. you know, that's, thanks. That's huge. it. Was but I know it's silly, but like no, as not. collectors, as completionists, like you get to this point where you're just like, oh, I'm so invested in it yeah. now, but you can't. And I'm like, oh, where am I going to start? You start looking at other avenues, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. am I going to start collecting movie vinyls? Because like yeah. you gave me the Batman one, and I was looking, I'm like, because I have a really bad completionist syndrome. Yeah, where I'm like, oh man, like I want to get. I all did it on purpose for that reason. You know, because <laughs> Mondo released all the Mission Impossible vinyls. Yes, and they're all so nice. Pluto TV has all the Mission Impossible movies, by the way. Isn't huh? that wild? Which one? Pluto TV. Pluto TV. Yeah, has all the Mission Impossible. All of them, movies. even Fallout. Yeah, yeah. Even that Reckoning's playing on that already. <laughs> Damn. Uh, with, with commercials. Um, but yeah, like I think you just yeah you get to a point you have to like it's such a a habit and it's also it's it consumes you. You just have to like let it go. Yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to be accepting. I'm like, I can't buy every single Lego set. No. I can't buy every single book. Yeah. I can't buy every single vinyl. I'll buy the ones that mean something to me. I've stopped collecting now, like in the sense of like I've stopped collecting a certain thing. Yeah, it's now it. It could be whatever as long as it speaks to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. as long as I see value in it, I'll buy it. You like posters now. It's like the last poster. Like a normal re- human being. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, like it's like a healthy like it's like a good way of living yes 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 yeah. it's like it's it's but it's hard though especially as like us being in the century we're always surrounded by like always look at this look at this look at this unless something really is just like this this is it then yeah uh-huh. that oppenheimer vinyl is really nice though it is really nice vinyl, stop don't, don't, don't do it don't, don't, don't do it i'll think about i'll think about it don't do it Hey, comment Squawk <laughs> Let Tell Daniel not to do like, it right now. I would say maybe buy a vinyl player so then you have to, you could play it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Anthony. I don't want a vinyl record yeah, player. I, I don't care. Because like, as, as much as I love, sound? I listen to music and sound, I'd rather s- spend that money on headphones, which right. I did. Um, or like you have a HomePod a, literally right here a HomePod here but yeah. like you know like if Apple comes out with the the newer HomePod like the, the bigger HomePod again maybe I consider it um, just because I love sound and I love hearing it but and vinyl obviously sounds amazing but I also just think that's too inconvenient yeah you know what I mean I'm like oh I just want to but I love but I will collect it for the collector's sake of it just like my Marvel books like I'll go through them and I'll look at it the Batman I'll look at it I haven't opened it yet because it's so beautiful um, but some of them you just kind of want it to, to have it you know mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. it dude yeah just let it go, man. Just let, just let it go. What else are we talk? Are we gonna play a game? We're gonna play a game. Let's play a quick game. Let's yeah, play a quick game. The actor game. It's called guess the actor or actress or just guess guess the person. Okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna name some movies. What, say, say your thing. You have, you have, I was gonna you, your out. mouth is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, he's an actor. Yeah, he died. I just want to say Lincoln again because Lincoln. I can't believe that ma- that movie made like, under less million, than a million dollars. <laughs> domestic opening, wild, right? Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some movies. And you have to figure out whoever can figure it out. You guys just shout out, like, like raise your hand or whatever it is, who you think the actor or actress is. Okay. So wait, 
where you're telling you're giving us the name of the movie yeah so i'll be like xyz the movie and you were like okay okay and then you can either guess from there or you can say give me one more is this like family feud i have to push a button or uh there's no buttons here just 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 yell it out I'll, oh, okay I'll, cool. I'll pay attention yeah so you're the moderator of this I'll, i'm moderating this yeah so it's me versus daniel basically yeah uh i'm gonna lose yeah <laughs> <laughs> spider-man tom in, holland into the spider-verse uh, he's not in that one Haley spider-man Star- into the spider-verse Haley's- yeah and so i'm guessing the actor yeah or you can guess one more movie you can be like oh give me one more movie but so i'm trying to guess an actor right now yeah. oh Haley seinfeld no uh Childish Gambino. Oh wait, Danny, Daniel, Donald, Donald Glover. Yeah, he wasn't in Into the Spider Verse. Oh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh wait, that, yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. No, I, I'll do another one more movie. Okay. Um. Okay, I need to find the film. Don't look at the screen. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. I, I look because I, I. Yo, man, this guy has a whole mirror behind him. I can't see it. You can't see who it is though. Yeah, I can't see. I can't see it. I only looked because I saw the screen. Yeah, moving. I don't know his eyes. <laughs> like <laughs> bionic eyes here. <laughs> Glass eyes. <laughs> Glass eyes. We're yeah. the Millers. And into the Spider Verse? Yeah. Oh. Um Is it Phil Lord? Oh, I, oh it's no. A- actor or actress. But they are actors and actresses. They are, you're right. <laughs> Actor. Catherine uh, Hahn? That's correct. Catherine Hahn, right? Catherine yeah. Hahn. Yeah. Oh yes. She yeah. played Nick Offertman's wife. Yeah, that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. You're welcome. I, did, I, did I would, think I'm I like, would give that like a five out of ten. That's not a good one. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> uh okay let me let me think of somebody else it's 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 tough because like when you just say the first movie i'm like dude i was just yelling names yeah yeah and then you I started did. with all the wrong names too like this guy's not in the movie <laughs> <I'm all> in. <laughs> he says spider-man and that's the first thing i came yeah. to mind <laughs> Right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Daniel, don't look at the screen. I'm not looking at anything, don't man. I can't see it. I literally just see it like moving you in front bastard. of me. You bastard. Yeah, bastard. All right. Deadpool two. Brad Pitt. Yeah. I just knew you. I just knew it. You did? Yeah, I knew it was gonna be it because it's just so. It couldn't be Reynolds because it was too on the nose. Yeah. And I'm like, who's the other guy that was in it that was? He was well, only in it for was, like two seconds, he was right? Barely in it, though. <laughs> I know, and I knew, and that was the you reason. Like, I knew you picked performance the most. <laughs> in Deadpool two. Brad Pitt. Brad, yeah. Brad Pitt. Uh, okay, let's let's go for one more. Let's see what he's going to come up with. Okay. Jumanji: The Next Level. Karen Gillan. Jack Black, Nick Jonas, Kevin Hart. I don't even. Yeah, who else is in that movie? Dwayne Johnson. Imagine Dwayne Johnson. Danny DeVito. Yeah, there you go. Danny DeVito. He plays the old, the, the old, old prospector who goes the into old the video game. Prospector. Yeah, the old man. We got to do the six degrees. I think that was. What's the six degrees one? Do the it. Six degrees well, was we get we get a how do you connect this actor to this actor? Okay, so who wants to start? So that? what was it? We were doing we were just we were doing it for fun. On the yeah, community. we were chilling and like oh how how do how are we connected to an actress? Yeah, and it so, was wait, like how we connected. I mean, well, be, I mean, like, through an ju- interview, we were oh, doing it with our we oh, were with our own it, with oh. our own movie podcast floor. Yeah, I, for, I forgot it was like I think it was Vanessa Kirby, and we connected it somehow to us. Henry Cherney. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was quick. That was fast. No, was but it's, maybe it wasn't Kirby. It was, was an actress. Two degrees. Yeah, yeah, like oh yeah, we were so close to talking to them because they were this, this, this. Yeah. 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 Um, but I was thinking, like, let's think of like how can we connect 
like how we do the movie so, stuff. So let's look at Barbenheimer. How yeah. do we connect Margot Robbie to Killian Murphy? Oh, okay. To how do we connect Margot Robbie to Killian Murphy? To Killian Murphy has Margot done a movie with Rachel McAdams? So Killian did. Oh. No, Killian did a movie oh, so. with Emily Blunt. Yeah, Emily Blunt. In Oppenheimer. <laughs> in Oppenheimer, but also in uh, Quiet Place 2. Quiet Place 2 was directed by... John Krasinski. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Yeah. yeah. This is a weird way of doing it. Did a movie with... Mike... Not Mike... Uh, he did the, a war movie. Who? Michael Bay. 13 Michael Hours Bay, in yeah. Yeah. And Michael Bay. Yeah. Direct. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay directed Pearl Harbor <laughs> with Ben Affleck. Yeah, <laughs> and I, Ben Affleck. How uh, did, well, ben, well, this would was, was be Ben Affleck Suicide Squad, right? Or I was going to say Yaya Abdul Mateen was in. Oh yeah, uh, Suicide Aquaman, Squad. Yeah, Aquaman you, you, you could go even like Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Like you try to find. I was culture. trying to tie it to Leo, to Ben Affleck, and Leo, but I don't think they ever. They've never done it. Yeah, but it was. But Ben Affleck has... Have they never been in a movie together? Ben Affleck and Leo? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Interesting. Or Will Smith. Or B- Brad Pitt. Well, Leo and Brad Pitt, yeah. Leo, Leo and Brad Pitt, No, yes. I meant like Ben and, and Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. They have a picture together. But I oh, feel okay, like... that's good. Yeah. I feel Can like there's a the lot count? of... Am I past six degrees at that point? I think so. I think... Yeah. Yeah. You're like, like 45 degrees. degrees. Yeah. What's like... The, I feel like... I mean, with all the actors <laughs> in Oppenheimer, there's, there's, a, there's a way faster one of doing it. <laughs> yeah. There's a way... The there's most obvious one. a way faster yeah. one. <laughs> that was like Robert oh. Downey Jr. to like somebody to somebody. Yeah. They were like, oh, yeah, them too. Done. Um, oh, Killian Murphy is very hard because he doesn't... He's He does a lot of like... Random. Random... Shit things, but also and they're very also British. With, they're also with Nolan most of the time too, right? Hmm. Oh wait, right wait, there. right there, Inception, Inception, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, wow, Oscar. guys, that was a fast. That was four degrees right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See? So, so Squawk right now, listening. Squawk. Like, <laughs> you bastards didn't <laughs> get that point. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, right there, right there. Fun. Yeah, it was, was on fun. the nose. Yeah, yeah. Margot was in Oppenheimer. <laughs> she voiced the. She bomb. might as well have been. Yeah. Are we going to do another one or are we going to end the show? Let's end this let's just, show. Let's put us out of our misery. Yeah, kill Anthony. us right now. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch throughout the week. Well, it's not Especially every single Monday. What? It's not every single Monday night. It's like, yeah, it's like most likely we'll be now with this. Oh, yeah. Now with <laughs> It'll this probably time. be twice in a week. Uh, oh, God. Because we'll we'll have more things. You know what we didn't talk about? Well, we'll talk about it a later date once we know like more information and more casting. David Cornsweet and Rachel Brosnahan's. Superman we didn't talk about that. Oh, we did not yeah. talk about that. But we let's talk about when we actually have a cast and everything proper. There's, my God, there's more. They've casted so many people. Yeah, Hot Girl and yeah. Okay, uh, well, yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about it yeah, another, yeah, another, yeah, next time. Next but time, it's not every Monday. But if Monday, if the strike Monday? is happening, it might be more. Every week you'll get every sorry every single day brand new episode. Every of the movie day podcast. you'll get a one hour and a half the movie episode. podcast daily. God. You can follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox and youtube subscribe and like you could and he's in so much pain right now yeah, like, I'm just trying to discord think. discord 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 where yeah, we're having been, great conversation everybody's been joining dude we, we i saw barack obama join the other day do we have an army yeah oh we do we have an army okay at this point and we're like, we could fight like bts we could fight the american government i don't know if we, we could definitely fight the canadian government they have an army though <laughs> 
We can fight the Canadian government. We can fight the Canadian government. Yeah. Yeah. We're so sorry. Have you seen that that flag on Daniel's car? What's it's the, just like F the Trudeau right there. One? No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in like a pride oh, colors no. too. I was oh, so gosh. confused. Dude, it's, what, you, I don't know what message you're sending right now. <laughs> Who are you mad at? Squawk also, Hawk, Squawk Hawk right now. Yeah. He's just like, he's I like, like these oh, guys. You know what? I was wrong. Oh, They're all substance. Um, <laughs> right into the show. We would love to hear from you other than discord because I know you guys are all conversing on discord, but send them, send a little letter through uh hello at the movie podcast.ca uh what else that's good you know just just end it man just end it just end it pull the plug but we we're gonna have a lot of things happening this week there's too. a lot there's we a lot teenage mutant ninja turtles we have the 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 horror film from a24 the, the talk to me talk to me good right. omens good omens yeah uh, a lot of interviews happening but yeah stay tuned that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next Star Wars meets Platoon. Fearless Fred presents Mud 79, a fan-made Star Wars story like you've never heard before. At 17, Solomon Kwai joins the Imperial Army, becoming part of the Galactic War Machine. But will he survive? Get down! Lead the way and list today. Fearless Fred presents Mud 79, a fan-made Star Wars story. Available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your favorite podcast.